Hey, my name is Melinda Russell, and I am obsessed with telling the stories of women involved in motorsport, young and older, from all walks of life, currently involved in a wide range of roles or sharing their stories from the past. I'm a wife, mother of four adult children, and a mamma of 16. In 2017, I was searching social media for a group dedicated to women in motorsports. When I didn't find what I was looking for, I posted a message to a few racing pages to see if any women would like to connect with me. And now I have thousands of women and men who are part of the Women's Motorsports Network. As crew chief of the only media company dedicated to women in motorsports, I work from wherever my travels take me, publishing this podcast, the Women's Motorsports Network News Online Magazine, and Let's Talk Racing Live, my social media show. You will hear from women who share their stories from the grid of life, how they manage the messy and memorable moments of family, work, and racing. You will hear their tried and true secrets of success and many other topics like friendships, family, hardships, and heroes that women deal with to balance the seasons of life. So grab your favorite beverage, pull up a seat, make sure you are comfy, and get ready to be inspired and encouraged from the stories on the Women's Motorsports Network podcast. If you're looking to buy, sell, or trade the stuff that strokes your engine, anything from truck parts to classic and muscle cars, RVs to hot rods, and everything in between, then check out our official classifieds at RacingJunk.com. RacingJunk.com is the world's number one online racing and performance marketplace, the ultimate one-stop shop where you'll find what you need to rock your ride. If it belongs in your garage, it's for sale on RacingJunk.com. Log on to RacingJunk.com to find the gear you're looking for, sell your extra stuff, keep up on racing news and tech tips, and more. Again, that's RacingJunk.com. Hello, everyone. This is Melinda Russell with the Women's Motorsports Network. And I'm excited to have a couple beautiful young women with me today that happen to be sisters. It's Tanya and Tara Scribner. And we're going to learn all kinds of things about these two young women today and how they got interested in motorsports and racing boats and all kinds of fun things. And so we're going to welcome them to the show. And Tanya, why don't you get us started by telling us a little bit about yourself, your family, where you live, anything that you're willing to share? Um, I'm 35. I'm a registered nurse. I work at the Arizona Burn Center. Um, we both live within the Phoenix and surrounding areas. Um, we kind of just do this whole racing thing as a family. It's me, my sister, mom and dad, aunt and uncle, and cousins will sometimes come around, but yeah. Okay. And Tara, what's, what, what do we need to know about you that's not the same as your sister? You're not the same age, so start with that and uh, tell us, do you go to school? What do you like to do? I am 22. I currently work as a phlebotomist at a hospital, um, and I'm finishing my prereqs, and I'm going to apply to nursing school right now. Okay. So then at some point, you will be doing things more <laughs> <than you. laughs> 
So are you girls, you know, sometimes sisters can be really close and sometimes not. And so you girls seem to be pretty close. Is that what I say? That's a fair assumption or, or not really. You just happen to like some of the same things. No, um, we're very close. We do a lot of things. Okay. Together. Yeah. Okay. That's kind of, that's kind of what I thought just from what little I do know about, about you for sure. So you're involved in, in boat racing, but that's not really where you first saw or heard about racing. So why don't you tell us um, where, where your racing or interest in motorsports got started? Um, so our grandfather raced pro stock cars. Um, so we've always gone to like NHRA races. Um, that's like something we would always do with him um, and my dad. Uh, so originally we wanted to race uh, cars. Um, my dad has a business where he sells shirts. Uh, so he has a vintage boat racing shirt. So we attended a, a boat race out in Lake Havasu. Mm -hmm. And my dad was like, Hey, what do you think about racing a boat? And next thing you know, there was a boat in our garage and that was that. <laughs> so. That's kind of funny. There was a boat in your garage. And so, um, what did you, what, how old were you when this happened? Ooh, it's about six, seven years ago. Okay. So, so you weren't little. I mean, you gotta be, how old do you have to be to be able to race a boat? Uh, 16. Okay. Uh, so, but they had, um, junior drags. Uh, so Tara got to race when she, she was what, 14, 15, maybe Yeah, around 14. Yeah. Okay. All right. So it, it's been in your, in your blood for a little while then at least, you know, six years for sure. So, <clears throat> so who, who inspired you then your dad, because he encouraged you? Um, was it your grandpa or was it something that you saw that day when you were at the boat races? Um, I think it probably started with my grandpa and then was very much encouraged by my, my dad. Okay. And, and what did your mother think? <laughs> she was not, not for it at first. Yeah. It took her a little while to come around, but she's one of our biggest fans. So. Yeah. That sounds like me. So my, my son uh, started racing when he graduated from high school and he was still 17 and he took his graduation money and bought us a, a stock car behind my back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know how that went then, yeah. right? <laughs> oh yeah. And so, um, but as a parent, if he's going to be at the racetrack racing, I'm not going to be sitting at home because that's worse. You know, your mind is thinking, he's crashing, he's hurt, you know, you, all these things when, and so if, if you can't beat him, you have to join him. And that's probably what happened with your mom. <laughs> yeah. You know, kind of outnumbered. So you've got to, got to be part of the crew for sure. Yeah. So let's start with you, Tanya. What, you know, did, did you always race the boat that you're racing now? How did you get started? What kind of boat did you have and what class did you run in? And then where are you now? And then Tara, I want you to tell me the same thing. Um, so I race a flat bottom. It's a Conley hull. Um, that was the first boat I started in. So it's it's very different than most boats. <laughs> There's a couple extra pedals. Um, but I started in our lowest class, so River Racer. 
um, which is what, like 10 seconds, I think was the bracket, um, moved up to stock eliminator, then modified. Um, I just re put a brand new motor in my, my boat. And now we are racing pro comp flat and doing very well in that class. Uh, I've raced in her boat a handful of times, but my boat is hands down what I love to race. So, um, but it's been fun. It's been a journey and I wouldn't ever change it for anything else. So, so the class you're racing now, is that like near the top of the class? Is that like as far as you can go or you can go to a different class that's faster or um, because I don't know a lot about boat racing. I've learned a lot in the last several years, but maybe someone who doesn't know anything about it, um, you know, kind of tell us where you are in the scale of slow to fast. <laughs> um, so I'm kind of, kind of in the middle. Uh, they do a couple different racing brackets. So you could do like a bracket class and run, let's say, 80 to 899, um, but my class is a dial-in. So whatever I feel my boat is gonna run in a thousand feet, that's what I am shooting for. Okay. Uh, so, I mean, we'll do 650s or 70s or whatever we think based off the track and kind of shoot for that number. So it's a little, our, our classes are a little different. So. Okay. But right. I mean, there are classes that are faster than us, but they also require different style boats or. Right. right now. Okay. All right. Tara, what kind um, of boat do you race? I currently race a uh, Cheyenne Hydro. Um, uh, this was the first boat that I have, have got. <laughs> It'll be my hopefully forever boat. Okay. Um, I started racing when I was 16. And uh, I currently race um, in our ME class. I've previously raced in the TE class, which is seven seconds. Okay. ME class is eight seconds right now. Uh, I'm currently in the points lead for the championship. Oh, good for you. Thank you. <laughs> That's exciting. Yes. yes. Awesome. We do, we do well. So, <laughs> so let's talk about this. Do do you get to pick your boat number? Like um, in NHRA, they kind of give you the number. So, it, it, you know, tell me what your number is and uh, the color scheme for your boat. Um, so Lucas Oil used to do a lot of our boat racing for our association. Um, so back when they did, we had to apply for a number. Um, so my number is 252. And... Um, it's kind of, it's kind of a family thing. It's just a number my dad has always kind of had in the back of his head. Um, so it just so happened to be available when we were applying for boat number. Um, my boat is pink um, with a blue trim on it. It's got a couple different colors on it, but pink is the majority of the color. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, and then the numbers are on the side. They kind of look like diamonds, which is very nice. Very cool. Okay. And then do you name your boats? Yes. <laughs> um, okay. So my boat is Wicked TNT. TNT is for me and my sister. And then Tara, your boat? <laughs> um, my boat number is 225. It's kind of a spinoff of the 252. Uh-huh. 
My boat name is Wicked Pickle, uh, primarily <laughs> because the hydros have forks on the front. So it's like a pickle fork. Um, my colors are all over the place. I have pink, orange, yellow, green, just the whole rainbow. <laughs> oh, I like it. I was thinking she was going to say her boat was green, lime green or pickle green. <laughs> but I like that you have all different colors. That's yeah. cool for sure. So what about a, a, a crew that helps you? I'm sure your dad's involved, but um, and either one of you or both can answer this. Tell me about who's on your crew. What do they do to help? Let's give their, you know, name the people if you want to so that we give them a little shout out. So go ahead and tell us about your crew. Uh, my, our crew mainly consists of our dad and our mom. And then occasionally my boyfriend will come help out and then her fiance. Um, but we can always count on our mom and dad to always be there for us when we need them. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Those are, those are the people that you know are always going to be there. And then, the bonus people come and go, but that's okay. <laughs> right. Okay. So when you race boats and I, you know, I hear you call it a track. It's, you know, in my mind, it's a path, but it's a track <laughs> that you race down. Um, do you have a favorite track, like a favorite um, lake or whatever you race on? Do you have a favorite one or a home, what you would consider your home track? Or do you travel and, and just go all over the place? Uh, we do a lot of traveling. Um, our home track would be on the Colorado River right in front of uh, the Blue Water Resort and Casino, which is where we're going to be next weekend. Um, I think my favorite track is the Lucas Oil Speedway in Wheatland, Missouri. It's just very beautiful. I love it. <laughs> is that part of the Ozarks? Um, it is close. Yeah, it's yes. about 45 minutes from the Ozarks, I would say. Yeah, it's beautiful down there for sure. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, been there a few times. Tara, what about you? Um, My favorite track would probably have to be the same as my sister's, um, but a close second would definitely be our home track on the Colorado River. Okay. Now, how far is that from where you live? uh what three hours maybe okay. yeah about three and a half four yeah and what direction from phoenix would that west. be straight west, west. yeah okay yeah. yeah because i'm trying in my mind to picture it i didn't think about there being uh, on the colorado river parker arizona it's like in 45 minutes from lake havasu city okay all right that's interesting good to know yeah. So is there a place that you would like to race your boat that you haven't gotten to do yet? I, uh, I feel like I we've, no, we've kind of gone pretty much everywhere. Most of them. Okay. <laughs> All right. So um, what about marketing partners? Do you, I know your parents, I'm sure are partners and, and you both work. So I'm sure, you know, you're your own partner for sure. But do you have anybody else that that helps that you'd like to mention? Um, I, I would say Conley Marine. Yeah. He kind of helps put our boats together. Um, okay. Um, 
Um, Scott Stevens is the one who painted my boat, so I would give him a big shout out for that. <laughs> okay. All right. And is it paint? It's painted and not like a vinyl covering. It's all paint. Yeah. It's painted. And mm -hmm. is that because it's a boat that's in the water or is that just how they do it? Um, I think it's mostly just how they do it. I know there's okay. a, there's a yeah. few boats that have like vinyl wrap on them, but the yeah. most we have paint. Okay. Paint. Okay. Cause I would think paint is, much more difficult, but it's so beautiful when it's done. It is. <laughs> yes. yeah. For sure. So, um, Tanya, biggest obstacle that you've had to overcome since you started racing in the boats? And it could be when you first started, or it could be when you switched to a different class. Um, just the biggest obstacle you've had during your, your career. Um, probably just learning how to drive my boat. It's a little bit different of an animal. Um, there's a, a down pedal that contributes to a lot of how the boat drives. Um, and that I've never had to do before I got into my boat. So that was a big learning curve for me. Um, and then once we put the new motor in, we had a lot more horsepower, a lot more to it. So we kind of had to not relearn, but um, just get adjusted to the more power. Okay. So. Okay. Yeah. And you've overcome that. Yeah. It took a couple rounds, but. <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah. Tara, what about you? Um, I think my biggest obstacle would be uh, since I started out racing at 16, um, get being considered as a competitive uh, racer with all the older racers around. Um, it was definitely a struggle to be taken seriously for my first few races. Mm -hmm. Once we started winning, um, that the innocence went right out the door. <laughs> that kind of shuts people up, doesn't it? Yes. It does. I, yeah, had a, it really does. Yeah. I've had a few people ask to see my birth certificate before. <laughs> Because I was you like, look, you look younger than 22. I can see why. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, is it mostly guys? Are there any other women that you guys race against? Um, when we first started, it was very male dominated. Um, but as the years have gone, we see more and more women join the sport, which is fantastic. Absolutely. Yeah. And so there hopefully are women that you compete against now. Yes. Yep. Good. Good. I like hearing that. And it, it just takes time, you know, and it, the other side of that, it takes getting the story out. So I like the saying, if you can see her, you can be her. And yeah. so it may be that the, somebody will listen to this who, you know, lives somewhere where they could have easy access to race a boat and would be like, oh, my gosh, I didn't know that women were even part of this or allowed to do this or whatever it might be. Mm -hmm. And it'll encourage them maybe to look into it and get started. So that's part of why we do this. We want to tell your story and then hopefully it'll inspire somebody that's listening to it. So that's yeah. part of why we, we do this. 
we've had a few people um fan base that have said like oh we didn't know girls like race boats and we have you know younger girls or even young boys who will come up to us and be like oh my gosh you guys like biggest fans like you want to yeah. do this when you grow up so it's really it's really fun to like encourage people to come and join so oh absolutely absolutely yeah. for sure so I know every day is not a good day. I don't care what kind of racer you are. We all have those days that we consider maybe bad days. So what do you do if you're having a bad day at the, at the race? Um, I think we're getting better at this, but okay, good. Um, we kind of just step away, um, kind of go in the trailer and have a chat with our mom. Okay. <laughs> That's a really good thing to do. Yes. <laughs> Take a couple deep breaths and, you know, yeah. it's, it's fine. Better. Yeah. Better next so time. now I'm, this is probably, a, you know, there's never a stupid question, but maybe this is kind of a question that I should know the answer to, but I don't. So, so when you're racing the boat, is it you're racing against the clock or you're racing against another boat or could it be one or the other? Um, it's kind of a mixture of both. Um, so with my class, you have to run within a bracket and the closest you are to the eight second number, the better without going above it. Um, but when you take off, you have to, um, get a great reaction time. And if it's in the red, uh, we call it a red light and that will automatically lose the race. Mm -hmm. But you are racing against someone. So okay. they compare the two times to see who is better and then take the winner. Okay. Now, are there ever any crashes? Or do you okay. race far enough apart that that's really not a problem? Um, boat to boat crash, no. Um, but there have been uh, a few crashes. Um, some have better outcomes than others, mm -hmm. but it does happen. But it's mostly the boat itself um, hits something or something happens and it crashes a single boat crash and not um, the boats running into each other. Correct. Yes. Yeah. Okay. That's kind of what I thought, but I wanted to be sure that I, that I had that right. Yes. Yeah. So what is your favorite part of being a boat racer. <laughs> um, I want to say winning, but well, that's uh, okay. <laughs> but obviously, but uh, whatever. What else do you like about I it? I think it's the encouraging people to come and join this sport. That you don't need this super nice, fancy, expensive boat to come. Um, you can even race your jet ski if you want to. You know, we just encourage people come out, race with us. It's it's fun. Like, so you don't need expensive equipment to do it. And no. we like kind of guiding people and teaching people how to, to learn the clocks and understand the track. And I think that's probably the best part about it. Okay. All right. How about you, Tara? Um, I think my favorite part is, uh, getting to know everybody and being able to spend more time with my family and then also encouraging um, younger, younger generations to get into the sport. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's that's good. And the thing is, girls, you don't ever really know who you're encouraging. I mean, sometimes you might, but you might be encouraging or influencing someone that you will never know. And so that's why, you know, I think it's always important to first of all, be on your best behavior, which I know you are, but you know, sometimes we've seen racers, male and female who don't act very well. And that's not a good representation of the majority of the people in motorsports, but it does happen for sure. Um, but you know, the, the part about hanging out with your family and getting to do things together and make memories together and, and all of that has to be, probably one of your most important and favorite parts of it, which you both, you both said that for sure. Yes. Do you have a most memorable moment so far? And it could be a win and it could be something that was kind of crazy that happened. Maybe not such a good thing, but it's memorable. Um, for me, um, it was winning my first championship. Um, my dad and I and my mom and my sister, it was raced every single race, drove all over the country. Um, it came down to the very last race, the last couple of rounds. It was very close in points. Um, I remember just getting pulled out of the water. We stopped mid track. My mom rolled in on the golf cart and we were just like hooting and hollering knowing that we won. So yeah, that was, yeah, that has to be a great feeling. And have you won more than that one, that championship? Um, I'm working on another one this year. So, okay. We'll see. <laughs> All right. Okay. Tara, what about you? A memorable moment. I think my most memorable moment was when my, when I was racing my, TE class, which is seven seconds. I was in the points race and I came to the very last race, uh, very last round, and I ended up winning it. And all I remember is my dad pulling me out and I jumped out of my boat and he just gave me the biggest hug. Wow. And both you're just so <laughs> excited. I didn't end up winning, but it was just, it was a great like moment. It's still a great moment. Yeah. You know what? It's not always about winning. I mean, I know racing is about winning. But, <laughs> but there's a lot of other things that we can take away from being involved in racing that doesn't even, you can't even put a value on. And um, I think some of those moments, like you just mentioned, are exactly why we all do what we do is because of the memories we make and, and that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. So um, what about a goal for your racing career? Do you want to stay in the class you're in? Do you want to move up? Um, I know Tara said that's her forever boat. So I think she's going <laughs> to stick around with that boat. She must love that boat. But what about you, Tanya? Um, the class I'm in right now has been a goal of mine and my dad's for a very long time. Um, so I just want to, you know, do the best I can in this class. I don't see myself kind of going up. Okay. Who knows what the future holds. <laughs> but you're happy where you are and you're doing well there. And, 
And at this point, there's there's no reason to look beyond that. You're going to try to get a championship there yet this year and and go. And how much longer will you be racing? As long as I can, forever. <laughs> That's good. That's good. Glad to hear that for sure. So do you think um, boat racing is a good sport for girls to get in to be involved in? Oh, absolutely. Like you make some of your best friends um, are within the boating community. Like we, we have a lot of people that we can rely on or, you know, just hang out with throughout the entire country. Um, yeah. Everybody is very welcoming. Um, so I think girls, you know, we, we'd love more girls to come and race with yeah. us. Okay. Tara, do you have anything to add to that? Um, I think my sister pretty much summed it up. It's definitely okay. a good, uh, family atmosphere. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So are you girls a role model or, or do you mentor anybody that's younger? That's a, could be a girl or a boy that's in racing that kind of look up to you or, um, uh, that's not right now. Not yet. Not yet. <laughs> But someday. Yes. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. So how would you or how have you made an impact on motorsports, especially in the field that you're in? I would say when we first started there, I think we were probably one of the only women in driver racing. Um, there are a few others that race jet skis. But um, once we started running into the faster classes, I feel like uh, more women started to come out and bring their boats and started to race. So I feel like that was good. So you did have an impact and have already had an impact and, and probably will continue to because you're both young. And so the longer you race, the more you're going to see women get involved for sure. Yeah, I think... We also have maybe changed the perspective on on people because um, women are much more welcoming into the boating community than maybe it was in the past. Yeah, so. yeah, for sure. You've kind of got to break break through there, and and you know, kind of hate to say it, but the old boys club. Yeah, understand <laughs> that now it's. Not just the boys, it's the girls too. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yes. for sure. So social media, how do you use it? Or do you use it to promote your racing? And if so, where would we find you so that we could follow you? Um, I am on Facebook and Instagram. Um, but our dad is the majority of the one who kind of puts, yeah. puts us out there and posts all about us and how we're doing on each race. And yeah. He's our social media guy. Okay. <laughs> and how would, how would we follow you? Um, on Instagram, I am, what's my handle? It's uh, nurse underscore. underscore Tanya underscore 252. Okay. And then Facebook, it's just my name, Tanya Scribner. Okay. All right. Tara, do you remember what yours is? Yes, uh, I only have Instagram, but my Instagram is Tara Elizabeth 225. Okay, all right, sounds good. 
So is there anything that I haven't asked you about, about your racing or anything at all about you that we need to let people know about you or, or anything at all? I don't know. We covered a lot. Yeah. We have, we, I try to cover a lot. I try to get a lot of information um, for sure. So now I'm going to ask you um, a couple fun questions. So aside from your cell phone or computer, what is one thing you cannot live without? Oh, our, my wiener dogs. <laughs> your dogs. Yep. I knew that was going to be the answer. <laughs> I knew that was going to be the answer. So, and what are your dog's names? Um, Penny, Holly, and Hoosier. Okay. Penny, Holly, and Hoosier. Okay. Those are great names. I have a little Shih Tzu and his name is Crew, like Pit Crew. <laughs> and he's barking. You can probably hear him because somebody outside somewhere is running a mower or a tractor and, and that gets him wound up. He wants to be out there with those people, whatever they're doing. So, all right. Now we're going to have some, find out what your favorites are. So I'm going to ask you like your favorite food and Tanya, you answer, and then we'll let Tara answer and then we'll go to the next one. Okay. So first one up is favorite food or restaurant. Uh, favorite food is pineapple for sure. Uh -huh. Especially from Hawaii. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. My favorite food is mac and cheese. Okay. Favorite <laughs> beverage? Um, probably Red Bulls. <laughs> yep, Red Bulls for sure. Red Bulls? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Favorite racetrack food and what track, if you can remember? Uh, I don't know. Probably nachos, maybe. Yeah. We tend to not eat very much on race days. Yeah, so. I hear that a lot. I actually hear yeah. that a lot for sure. <laughs> Favorite color? Green. 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 Is that a lucky color in boat racing? No, mm, I don't think so. Know. Actually, <laughs> green is still not a no. Green no. is supposed to be an unlucky color, although I see green on cars all the time now. I think that's kind of an older. <laughs> Older yeah. superstition. Favorite yeah. animal? Wiener dog. Wiener dog. <laughs> Favorite vacation destination? Either Hawaii. somewhere you've been or somewhere you'd like to go. Uh, Hawaii. Hawaii. <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm with you there. That's where I'd like to go. Favorite candy or snack? Um, my favorite snack is probably strawberries. Healthy. You're a healthy girl. Yeah. <laughs> uh, probably Starburst. Yeah. I like the pink ones. Yeah. <laughs> Favorite place to shop? Ooh. I don't know. I'm not much of a shopper. Okay. You? Oh. <laughs> no. 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 We don't really what shop. Do you, know? <laughs> you know what the number one answer is from most people? What's that? Target. Oh, okay. I can see I that. guess. Yeah. <laughs> That's the number one answer that I get for that that question. <laughs> favorite movie, actor, or actress? Um, my favorite movie is Nightmare Before Christmas yeah. or Corpse Bride. Yeah, I would say Nightmare Before Christmas. Okay. That movie. <laughs> favorite musician, song, or type of music? 
um, ACDC. Yeah. Oh, I love ACDC. <laughs> <laughs> and um, the song would be TNT. Oh, of course. Yeah. Of course. <laughs> yeah. What about you, Tara? Same thing. Yeah. Same thing. <laughs> what boat? Anthem. Maybe? Yeah. Always. Yeah. I love ACDC and they're more, way more my generation than yours. And we, when we lived at our other house, we had a really nice stereo system that we could turn. My husband's favorite thing was to turn it up really loud. So it, like boom, 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 boom. And so um, when you put ACDC on, you know, you just can't get it loud enough right. for me. It's, I love, I love them too. That's awesome for sure. Favorite sports team that's not racing related. Ooh. I'm not a big yeah. uh, sports fan. Not, not a sports fan. Okay. <laughs> Do you have a favorite professional race car driver? Mm. No. Not really. No. Not really. Okay. Favorite holiday? Halloween. Yep, Halloween, for <laughs> sure. <laughs> that is a really common answer. Yeah. And I just, that or Christmas, and I always thought it would just be Christmas. And it's, I bet Halloween is at least 50%. Really? Yeah. yeah. 50% of people. Favorite TV or streaming show? My favorite <laughs> TV show is Bob's Burgers. Oh, <laughs> that's a good one. <laughs> I, favorite TV show. I don't know, maybe Dateline. That's about as opposite as it can get there between the two of you, for sure. Favorite thing to celebrate? A win. Yeah. A win. Yeah. <laughs> as little girls, did you play with cars or dolls? Dolls. 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 <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because you didn't really get interested in motorsports and that until a little bit later. Yeah. Not like, you know, you probably had given up your dolls by the time you were yeah. interested in motorsports. So, yeah, for sure. Well, that's everything I have to ask you ladies. If there's anything, have you thought of anything else that you want to add or you want to say? Or I'll let you have the have the microphone here. Um. I don't know. I think we just, you know, want everybody to come out and either watch or, or join boat racing, you know, it's nationwide and we just encourage more people to come out. Yeah. And if somebody wanted to find, like if somebody lived, you know, in Pennsylvania or wherever they might live and they want to find out more about getting involved, would they just Google boat racing in Pennsylvania or, is there some place that you could recommend for them to Google? Um, well, there's a there's about four drag boat associations all across the United States. So it kind of just depends on where. Okay. Did. All right. So they could Google drag boat racing associations and they would come up and yes. I'm sure there's information where they could find out more about that. Yes. Or they could ask one of the Scribner girls and then you could probably help them too. Couldn't you? Yeah, for sure. Well, I just want to thank you so much for taking time today, girls and being on the show with me. Um, I will mention that you were in the latest issue of the women's motorsports 
yeah. news magazine. And so if anyone would like to read their story after you've heard it, um, just contact, you can contact them, you can contact me and we can see that you get a copy of that. And um, other than that, we're just going to wish you good luck on your championship. I hope you do well. I hope you let me know how that comes out. And then um, anytime that we can do anything to help promote what you're doing, um, we're always happy to do that. One of the things that we'd like to say is that Women's Motorsports Network is a family. Um, the people that we write stories about and that we interview become part of our family. And so we always like to say at the end of the show, welcome to the family. <laughs> Thank, Thank you. you. <laughs> All right, girls, well, you have a great rest of the weekend. And uh, we will keep our eye on you and, and see what you're up to. And, and you stay in touch as well. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you for having us. Sure. Traveling to racetracks is coming to an end. So now it's time to think about where you're going to go to relax and enjoy your time off. Someplace with a beach like the Bahamas? How about a destination with lots of golf courses? Or do you want to go somewhere romantic like Paris? If you like to hunt, there are a great many destinations where you could do that as well as fish, snowmobile, ski, or just relax in a cabin in the woods surrounded by snow. If those destinations don't appeal to you, the Women's Motorsports Network official travel agent, Brittany Heisinger, knows some wonderful places where you can enjoy yourself. Give her a call at 602-291-5144 or find her on Facebook at Smart Moms Travel with Brittany. That's 602-291-5144. And on Facebook, it's Smart Moms Travel with Brittany. That's B-R-I-T-T-A-N-Y. And tell her you heard about her from the Women's Motorsports Network. Thank you for listening to the Women's Motorsports Network podcast. Subscribe to my show and follow me on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, and YouTube. If you or someone you know would like to be featured in the Women's Motorsports Network News online magazine, this podcast, or Let's Talk Racing Live, my social media show, contact me via Messenger on Facebook at Melinda Russell, or send me an email at womensmotorsportsnetwork at gmail.com.